Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Today, from our news team, an unopened copy of The Legend of Zelda selling for big bucks, Nintendo finally makes good on all the rumors, and the summer of gaming continues with Nacon Connect and Sony's latest state of play. This is the Culture Jack News Desk. This is the Culture Jack News Desk, your source for stolen information, hot takes, and your weekly gaming news. I'm your host, Archimedes Abigail. Now, if this is your first time here at the News Desk, thank you so much for joining me. I would love to welcome you. <laughs> I'd love to, I said that in a strange way. I'd like to welcome you to subscribe uh, to this podcast so you don't miss out on what's going on in the gaming world. Now, if gaming isn't your thing, here on the Culture Jack podcast, we have all kinds of shows for all different kinds of tastes. On Sunday, we have the Weekend Wire. So if you're looking for maybe movie or television news and that is more your speed, well, you can bid farewell to old Archimedes Abigail and say hello to Anthony on Sunday. If you are new to the podcast, we have so many shows. This is one of five regularly scheduled shows that we host every week. Starting your week off on the right foot, we have Monday Madness with Anthony. On Thursday, of course, we'll meet back here for the news desk. On Friday, Dustin hosts the Friday show. Tune in Saturday for on today's episode. Actually, on today's episode right now is airing on Wednesdays. So we just had an episode uh, yesterday. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking about the most recent episodes of Loki. And then uh, round out your weekend, like I said, with some movie news at the Weekend Wire on Sunday. Uh, with all that being said, let's take a peek at the news. All right, before we get started, here's a couple quick gaming headlines for you. So uh, this comes from thegamer.com. It's a, a few days old now, but... <laughs> there is a political figure that is quite prolific on social media as far as he's also been removed from several so social media websites. And that, of course, I'm talking about former President Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump and many of those close to him have made a new social media website. And <laughs> if you're thinking, Archimedes, this isn't quite gaming news. Just wait. Uh, the new website is G-E-T-T-R, or, or Gitter. Maybe it's maybe it's a Larry the Cable Guy thing. Maybe he helped make this website. Regardless, the website has almost immediately, though it has only just been incepted and put into, uh, put into circulation, it has been almost overrun with not suitable for work gaming content, most specifically Sonic the Hedgehog pornography. <laughs> uh, in other gaming headline news, Nintendo hasn't ruled out creating more mini versions of its classic consoles. Of course, they did the NES Mini, they did the SNES Mini, and many of us, myself included, are looking forward to the Nintendo 64 Mini. Now, if the things that I have heard are, are true in any indication of the way that they, or the reason that they made the NES and SNES Mini, is they used leftover Wii parts 
to create those consoles. So who's to say if they will ever ever make a Nintendo 64 Mini, but just think of the good games that they could put on there. They could put uh, GoldenEye. They could put Mario 64. Actually, I don't even know if Nintendo has the rights to GoldenEye anymore. We talked about last week Hideo Kojima making a potential deal with Microsoft and Xbox. Online, there has been quite the backlash to this announcement. Now, you know us over here at Culture Jacked are Xbox fans. We are Xbox fanboys. Um, so it only brings us delight to know that there's Sony fans, Pony Boys out there, who are distressed with their Metal Gear Solid, their Death Stranding, their PlayStation exclusive man, Hideo Kojima himself, getting into bed with Phil Spencer and the fellas over there at Xbox. Grand Theft Auto 6 release date, an evolving map, and leaks are backed up by insiders. Um, I can't remember the name of this fellow. It was Henderson, I believe. He has said that there are there are reliable sources that say that Grand Theft Auto 6 will be released sometime in 2024 or 2025. It will be based in Vice City in a Vice City of course was the location from a previous iteration of Grand Theft Auto and it will have an evolving map whatever whatever that means. Grand Theft Auto 6 leaker also hints at a female protagonist and jetpacks for the game. In other Hideo Kojima news, uh, he put out a tweet, and this isn't specifically gaming news, really, because there is kind of this weird hybrid between this gaming announcement and also the movie and television side of things that you'll get on the Weekend Wire on Sunday. But Hideo Kojima made a post specific to Zack Snyder and the Justice League. He put up a few photos of the black and white Justice League, and he says... The characters of Flash and Cyborg, who were abrupt, have been reinforced. The 4x3 TV size, the darker tone of the color correction, the slow motion, the digital art direction, the black Superman. It's not so much a Snyder cut as it is a Snyder universe in every way, for better or worse. For him... This is justice. Now, who knows what inspired Mr. Kojima to uh, to go out on this limb and send this shout out, I guess, to Zack Snyder or maybe to the fans, maybe to Warner Brothers. Maybe this is a direct plea to Warner Brothers to continue the Snyder verse. Uh, we've got a big gaming story here. This is from GameRant.com. Uh, the U.S. Department of Justice is investigating the Overwatch League. So the United States Department of Justice um, is investigating the Overwatch League because of Blizzard's soft salary caps for the league's team. Now, this is, like I said, from Game Rant, and as the article reads, the league itself is structured similarly to traditional North American sports in terms of its format. However, Unlike traditional sports organizations like the NBA and the NFL, there are no labor unions for players to join, making competitive salaries difficult to acquire. The probe launched by the Department of Justice and being headed up by the Civil Conduct Task Force 
is looking into Blizzard's soft salary cap on teams, a policy that actively punishes organizations if they pay salaries above an alleged $1.6 million. Teams paying more than that amount would be forced to pay quote, a luxury tax, thus making it a costly process to offer large competitive salaries to attract Overwatch League players to their teams. Blizzard is, quote, cooperating accordingly after receiving notice from the Department of Justice regarding the inquiry and have instructed team executives to ensure they do not destroy any information regarding player salaries. While this is routine for government inquiries, the DOJ's interest in Overwatch League's soft salary cap implies that they may be in violation of the 1890 Sherman Antitrust Act, a law that prohibits, quote, anti-competitive agreements that seek to restrict competition in favor of profitability. Although the investigation by the DOJ is considered non-criminal, if Overwatch League and Activision Blizzard are found to be in violation, it could be a major problem for the company and it would only add to scrutiny over the company's financial decisions. After salaries were revealed by Blizzard employees late last year in a bid for increased pay. So, <clears throat> going on, they say this controversial cap of player salaries comes at a time when Overwatch League may be struggling, with viewership down from a peak of 47,000 average viewers on Twitch in 2019 to around 17,000 as of March of this year. Uh, so very interesting to see what comes of that. Of course, eSports gaming and eSports, uh, you know, in the way that they're organized and they're structured, there's so many things when it comes to video games and gamings and this industry that are so novel that the rules are being made up before our very eyes. We are seeing this develop in real time, you know, not to mention with, uh, you know, things like downloadable content and loot boxes and uh, age restrictions on gaming and censorship in games. Like all of this stuff is very fresh and very new as this industry is still very young and developing. Some more gaming headlines for you. <clears throat> now this is... Uh, going to make Anthony in particular very, very angry. There is a 16-year-old reseller, a scalper, if you will, who has made $1.7 million in revenue from scalping PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X consoles, and Pokemon cards. Uh, reportedly, um, I can't remember who he did the interview with, but he has made over $110,000 in profit. And so the, the whole thing with the scalpers and the new consoles and the graphics cards that are out, and I can't even remember what they were called. Um, the thing about their scarcity is it is driving these scalpers. And these scalpers, um, Anthony and Dustin talked about it before, there are prices that even those two anti-scalping fellas would be willing to pay for a console if they were unable to get it, you know, real readily. So it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. Uh, this is for-profit industry. And as long as the video game console makers and the makers of the advanced graphics cards cannot put out the production needed, 
it's going to continue. Uh, this also in this article, it was linked to another article that um, Jim Ryan, who I guess is the CEO of uh, PlayStation America, he's had it with scalpers as well. Um, he talks about how uh, it, it's really incumbent upon them, but it really makes for a bad situation, not only for players, but for developers as well, because a scalper may buy six or seven PlayStation fives, but they are not buying six or seven copies of the newest game that that developer has made. So the developer is not even getting the benefit of having all of those consoles that have been purchased, potentially buying even the next triple a game that comes out. A rare NES cartridge of the legend of Zelda is being auctioned off right now. Um, the, the, I read this article a couple days ago and the last time that uh, I, I looked or the last last number that I saw, uh, it was up to uh, similarly to the 16 year old scalper, one hundred and ten thousand dollars at auction. And so apparently it's in mint condition. Um, there were uh, this particular version or this particular copy of Legend of Zelda. Of course, it's in the box and the box is in a fine condition, but it was sold uh, between 19, like the beginning of 1987 and the end of 1987. And there is just a very small distinction on the packaging that, that notates that it is this particular version ver versus the other particular version or the later one that was more common than this. Uh, so really rare piece of video game history and it is being sold like it is a pretty rare piece of video gaming history. Ubisoft is randomly teasing Beyond Good and Evil 2 again. So Ubisoft Belgium put out a, uh, a tweet that said it is World UFO Day. It is hashtag World UFO Day. They say a very strange spaceship has been spotted flying over Ghent. It can't be. And they've got the hear no evil monkey emoji and a hashtag BGE2, so be beyond good and evil too. And then in the picture, what is seeming to showcase the spaceship from Beyond Good and Evil 2, a game that has been dark for at least the last four years. Maybe, maybe it's between three and five years. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation is making life difficult for indie developers, according to a report. So this report specifically relates to kind of the showcasing that indie developers will get on the Sony PlayStation platform and in their store where they will be listed, how easy they will be to find, whether they get highlighted, whether they get spotlighted. Um, and in many cases, I, I can't remember one. Of, it was one of these indie developers that came out and said, Hey, I have a problem with one of the marketplaces on one of the markets that we serve, not necessarily referencing PlayStation and Sony specifically. But after they said that there was just a deluge of indie developers who kind of jumped on board and said, Oh yeah, we've worked with PlayStation before as well. And they are not like things like, setting up sales 
and they want to discount a game that they have on the PlayStation Store, but they also have on Steam, and so they want to marry up these exclusive deals, and they can't because uh, PlayStation will not will not allow it. Xbox Game Pass is slated to lose five more games coming soon. Um, so the games that are leaving the Game Pass service, if you are a Game Pass subscriber, include EA Sports UFC, EA Sports UFC 2, CrossCode, Downwell, and Endless Space 2 Deluxe Edition. So if you were looking forward to playing those games, uh, you better get on it quick because they are going the way of the Dodo. Well, I mean, the games will still be there. You'll be able to purchase them, of course, but uh, they won't be listed on Game Pass anymore. A rumor is circulating out there that Donkey Kong Switch, uh, or a Donkey Kong Switch game, That's this is not a newscast about Donkey Kong's sexual um, preferences or his uh, <laughs> sexual aptitudes, but Donkey Kong Switch game has been in the works for years and will spearhead a franchise expansion. So hopefully we do get another Donkey Kong game, uh, some of my favorite growing up. A couple more gaming headlines for you here. Uh, Fortnite, uh, there was a leak that suggested that major anime crossovers are coming to the game. Now they've already had, I think, Naruto, um, but it looks like uh, Fortnite data miner Twee has said that a trusted source has indicated Epic Games is working with Shushui, Shusha, Shuisha, on anime crossovers. This would be significant as Shuisha owns Shonen Jump magazine, which publishes manga based on Bleach, Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball, My Hero Academia, Naruto, One Piece, and many more. This would be an incredible deal. I'm a huge anime fan. I would love to see this happen. And it could very easily happen in Fortnite. As Fortnite has had that entire Marvel crossover that they did very successfully. And just one of these characters from each one of these series would do fine for a new, for a new season of Fortnite. Gears of War Studio is planning a Unreal Engine 5 tech demo running on Xbox Series X at GDC 2021. Now, GDC is coming July 19th and July 23rd. And of course, your friendly folks over here at Culture Jacked are going to be covering those events. Um, so, you know, subscribe to the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at Culture Jacked. We put up a lot of our our news stuff over there as well. Um, but the article, uh, it, it goes on to say, to be more specific, the coalition says that it's going to focus on the, quote, inner workings of Unreal Engine 5's new visual systems. Uh, they, they talked about including in their demo Nanite and Lumen, which we already saw tech demos of, I believe it was last year, in one of the state of play for PlayStation around the E3 time, even though, you know, PlayStation doesn't participate in those E3 events. Leaked image shows possible reveal for AMD RX 6600 XT card. So this recent report says that an image has been released, has been not released, leaked, which seems to show the AMD Radeon RX 6600 XT GPU, the latest graphics card from the tech company. 
I don't know enough about this. Maybe Anthony wants to look in into this a little bit more and add it to either his news show or his Monday show. Or maybe, you know, once he gathers up enough news that he wants to report on in the tech side of things, uh, he can talk a little bit more about this potential card and what it means in the gaming space. EA responds to a new NCAA football court ruling. Uh, so apparently EA was unable to use NCAA uh, likenesses in their character uh, designs in their games. But uh, the Supreme Court decision weighing in on the future of its college uh, football fran franchise um, says that apparently uh, they will be able to use those uh, soon. However, it doesn't have any announcements at this time to make. Uh, EA says it is still in very early stages at this point. Um, EA does say that it is going to explore the possibility of bringing back player names and likenesses. In other gaming headlines, uh, a Microsoft employee stole $10 million <laughs> using Xbox gift cards. Uh, this was reported by Bloomberg. A... Um, <laughs> the criminal himself or the hero. I guess it depends on how you're looking at him. Vladimir Kavashuk originally came to the U.S. to attend his aunt's wedding. Once in the States, he enjoyed what luxuries he could indulge in and stayed with a job in technology. Eventually hired by Microsoft in 2016 to be part of a team to bug test the company's digital storefront by purchasing physical items with a designated fake credit card. Uh, Kavashuk went through the motions with testing the store and writing error reports with his co-workers until he got curious and added an Xbox gift card to his cart for a, a test transaction. Once it was done, he found out that the Microsoft store had given him a legitimate gift card code that worked, as if the purchase was real. Normally, this sort of fatal flaw in the system would have been reported and dealt with, uh, but he kept the exploit close and continued to use it. So apparently this guy ended up with like spreadsheets with Xbox gift card numbers that he in turn went on to internet markets and and sold, um, eventually making $10 million. I believe he is currently serving nine years in prison for his <laughs> fun little gaffe. Red Dead Redemption 2, Avengers Endgame, facial animation studio is acquired by Take-Two Interactive. So um, they are the same folks that worked on Avengers Endgame and Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, and they are Dynamixes. It's D-Y-N-A-M-I-X-Y-Z. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure we'll see some of the same stuff that we saw for Red Dead, same, some of the same stuff that we saw for Grand Theft Auto. Um, but it's nice to know that, you know, these studios are getting what they need. <laughs> these poor little indie studios like Take-Two. Uh, Activision-sponsored Game Grumps video censors talk of Sonic assassin's creed and random movies now i have watched the game grumps on youtube before a couple very funny fellas uh but apparently they were sponsored by activision and i guess maybe the the um the tenants that were in the contract for this sponsorship had them turning off 
like licensed music and stuff like that. And so a lot of people online are, are wondering if the Game Grumps themselves, uh, you know, besides censoring out the songs from the Tony Hawk Pro Skater video they made, um, they also censored out any reference to any other video games. They censored a lot of their swearing, a lot of their adult and crude humor. And so people online are wondering if this is just a very clever troll by the Game Grumps or if this was part of the deal when Activision came to them for some sponsored content. Uh, EA, speaking of uh, a, another big developer, publisher here, uh, they are going to have some of their summer of gaming events, uh, like a new uh, hashtag EA Play Live series, um, and that is coming on July, oh my gosh, is that July 8th? Hold on, I've I've simply made this photograph much too small. July 8th, holy cow, that's today. We, <laughs> we missed it, boys. Um, that's the future of FPS. I'll have to get back to you next week to find out what that is. Cause I have not done enough, um, done enough research on that one. Then on July 13th, EA originals, independent studios. And then on July 19th, Madden NFL 22, all access scouting. So if you are interested in any of that EA stuff, shoot, I guess you can be ahead of me on this one. Uh, Twitch blocked streamers account for three months by mistake. Twitch streamers are often said to live in constant fear of bans from the platforms, but this streamer was accidentally blocked for three months. And we've got a story to go along with this particular headline. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh, WitcherCon is coming up on July 9th. So anyone ready for WitcherCon can tune into that tomorrow. Uh, Sony who recently acquired House Marquee was apparently not the only publisher interested in the acquisition. Uh, of course, the the same major players that you would expect, like Epic Games, Microsoft, were also interested. Nacon reveals RoboCop, Rogue City, a first-person shooter with an original RoboCop, or with the original RoboCop story. It looks like it's going to be a three-part game. Uh, Avalanche is launching Contraband on Game Pass to grow the user base. So we did get that tease during the Microsoft Bethesda showcase of a game called Contraband. And it is going directly to Game Pass. And Avalanche, of course, is the developer behind Just Cause, the Just Cause games. Um, but they had they said in their comments that... The, the game contraband is going to be a long-term thing and getting it onto a service like game pass where they have had incredible success with some of their other games has been key to their development of contraband. So we'll see how, how that goes when it comes out. I, if it's on game pass, I'm going to play it anyway. And then I'm not finally, but finally we get some confirmation that um, that new Nintendo is that new Nintendo Switch is coming out. And after many many months of Bloomberg reporting on rumors that Nintendo was coming out with a new HD 4K widescreen OLED increased memory, increased GPU, 
smart, smart Nintendo Switch. Well, they did come out with a new one. It's going to have a better screen, a wider screen. It is going to have a little bit uh, increased storage. I believe they're up to 64 gigabytes of storage up from, it might have been 32. It might have been uh, 36. I can't remember, but it's a very small number, so not that much as well. It's going to have a new console dock, and it is going on sale on October 8th for 350 bones. So we can finally put all these rumors to rest. It is not the HD Nintendo Switch Pro that we imagined it would be. It is very similar to a half-step console, similar to like the... Uh, Xbox One X or Xbox One S or the PlayStation 4 Pro or something along those lines. And one of the, is this the last headline that I have? One of the last headlines that I have today is uh, American troops are pulling out of Afghanistan. They're coming home. That's, that's great news. But leaving behind, uh, they're leaving their Pokemon Go legacies. And this is from Kotaku.com. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, they're pulling out. Uh, but if you remember Pokemon Go, when it was in the 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 height of the zeitgeist, it was in the forefront of every pop culture meme and on everyone's mind. Uh, you can capture these Pokemon gems, which are uh, different landmarks that. Niantic has turned into Pokemon gyms. And so apparently the troops over in Afghanistan have been dominating these local Pokemon gyms in their areas. And now the local Afghani children can go out and take over a American soldier's Pokemon gym because they they're leaving it. Um, so in interesting, interesting. If you think about all of the you know, the misery and the suffering and the war and just sometimes the world can seem like a really terrible place. But in those moments, you've got you've got soldiers playing Pokemon. <laughs> I just think that's a nice I just think that's a nice thought. Uh, OK, so we did have two more showcases. We had the Nacon Connect. And we had the PlayStation State of Play or the Sony State of Play. Uh, the Nacon Connect is a, it's a new one to me, but it's a conference that's held annually. And so they had a few games that they announced. Uh, Clash, Artifacts of Chaos, and that's coming June 2022. Uh, the Lord of the Rings, uh, Gollum, they had some gameplay trailer for that game. Looks really interesting. Ad Infinitum. New World War One. It's a horror game. It's coming in 2023. Steel Rising. They showed off some more combat from that. Blood Bowl Three. A little bit more on the campaign there. Uh, Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown is uh, coming out in September 22nd, and it is going to be based in Hong Kong. Uh, Rugby 22. I uh, got a, its first trailer. It's coming out January of 2022. And WRC 10 uh, is coming as well. Got an announced trailer also. Then also from Nacon uh, Connect, there were a series of console peripherals that were announced as well. 
Then we got the Sony State of Play, and we got a bunch of trailers from the State of Play. Now, the thing about this State of Play is before they put the show on, they said, hey, look, there's not going to be a bunch. You're not going to get the ones that you want. You're not going to get God of War. You're not going to get another Dark Souls. You're not going to get um, Horizon Forbidden West. This is going to be, you're going to get some some Deathloop gameplay, and you're going to get some indie games, basically. But there were some, some good reveals there. Um, so some of the games that they announced is Moss, uh, there's a Moss sequel in the works and it is a new PlayStation VR game. So hopefully that comes to the Oculus Quest because while I do not have a PlayStation VR, I do have an Oculus Quest. Arcade Geddon is a new hero shooter and it is coming out on PlayStation 5 and PC in 2022. Uh, some more from Tribes of Midgard. It's out uh, later on this month, on July 27th. Uh, Fist is a... <laughs> I don't know why the name of that game makes me laugh. Uh, but it's a side-scrolling game. It looks like you are a rabbit with a giant robotic arm. There are a lot of anthropomorphized animal characters in this. There's a cat burglar. or oh, she's a burglar, but she's also a cat. And you're this rabbit. It, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm a sucker for, for 2D side-scrolling games. I don't have a PlayStation 5, but that's coming out on September 7th. Oh, it's coming out on PlayStation 4. Maybe I will check it out. Um, we got another Battle Royale game, Hunter's Arena Legends. Um, and it's coming out in early access on PC and PlayStation 4 and 5 in August. August as part of PlayStation Plus. This looked like a pretty interesting Battle Royale game because all of the characters had very unique looking superpowers and they all, it is a very Eastern stylized game. So if you think of like the journey of Goku and his, and his staff, um, what is, what is the story of Goku? Not Goku from Dragon Ball, but you know, like the Eastern legend of Goku uh, anyway, it looks, it looks really interesting. Uh, Sifu, S-I-F-U, looks like a brawler type game. A lot of really interesting combat. Now, it, it's got kung fu martial arts looking battle, uh, looking, look, looking like fighting elements. And you can pick up bottles and, and baseball bats and things from the ground. One of the weird aspects of it, though, is... Your character would get knocked out in the trailer and it would go from 40 years to 42 years. And so I'm not sure if your character gets older every time you're knocked down or out, uh, but that's coming out sometime in 2022. It's been delayed. It was coming out this year, but they delayed it uh, until next year. Then we got a trailer for uh, Jet the Far Shore and it's coming out before the end of the year. Uh, but it's it's this weird, it's like a spaceship game and you fly down and you try not to uh, you try not to disturb any of the local flora or fauna and find a new place for your species to settle. Um, 
I assume it's the human species. <laughs> Demon Slayer Kametsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles, uh, is coming out on October 15th on PlayStation 4 and 5, based on the popular anime of the same name. Lost Judgment is a Yakuza spinoff. Um, and then the PlayStation 5 version of Death Stranding is coming on September 24th. Uh, it's if you have the PlayStation 4 version of Death Stranding, you can uh, pay $10 to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 Director's Cut as well. A lot of new stuff in Death Stranding, which I never played the original game, uh, but it looks so expansive. It looks so... And then it looks just crazy because it's a Hideo Kojima game. You know, it's got the, the weirdness of the Metal Gear Solids when he was still involved. And I will never forgive Konami for that. And then they also had, as part of the state of play, a nine-minute gameplay trailer for Deathloop, which looks absolutely incredible as well. Uh, this gaming story uh, coming to you here uh, from GameRant.com is a new law could force Twitch to better justify banning streamers. And so, uh, just like we said in that earlier headline, uh, despite being the world's biggest video game streaming website, there's often controversies that get associated with the name Twitch. Um, and, and sometimes the bans are not clear. And there is a new rule in California, though. Um, well, it's not a new rule. It's the policy is kind of under scrutiny right now. Uh, as it stands, though, the way the website goes about suspending streamers is very inconsistent. And so the reason this new potential law stems from a court case in which streamer James Vargas, also known as Phantom Lord, filed a lawsuit against Twitch, winning more than $20,000 in damages. Although he was originally asking for $35 million, he won the case against Twitch uh, due to the streaming service being unable to prove that he had been engaging in fraudulent tactics involving a CSGO website. CSGO websites and gambling, gaming gambling websites are, are just where some of the biggest scum of the earth live in my potential, my particular opinion. Uh, Vargas uploaded an additional post a couple of days ago, which he asked the courts to consider Twitch's policy under the California unfair competition law, with the courts agreeing that the site misrepresented the streamer and acted unfairly uh, toward him. So we'll have to see what comes out of this particular law. Uh, but like we said earlier, things can get a little bit dicey. All right. And then before we end the show today, just wanted to give you the heads up for some upcoming game releases. Uh, we did have the Watch Dogs Legion Bloodline DLC drop on July 6th a couple days ago. Also yesterday, Fallout 76, the Steel Rain update uh, came out on July 7th, as well did Out of Line for the Nintendo Switch on July 7th. Uh, today, Sam and Max, this time it's virtual on the PC VR, came out today. Uh, Black Skylands coming out on PC on July 9th. Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin on PC and Switch on July 9th. Curve Space on the Switch on July 13th. Outsider Afterlife on PC on July 13th. Where the Heart Leads, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 on July 13th. 
Sky Dome on uh, PC on July 14th. Space Punks as well on PC on July 14th. Then Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective on Switch on July 15th. And finally, Space Jam, A New Legacy, the game is coming out on PC and Xbox on July 15th. So if those were any of the games you were looking forward to, they are coming up this next week. And that's all we've got for the Culture Jack News Desk. Stay tuned for the Friday show tomorrow on today's episode, The Weekend Wire and Monday Madness. Leave us a review. Let the algorithm know. Let the the big monster mommy robot that lives in the cloud know that you want to engage with this podcast so this podcast can in turn engage more with you and other listeners out there you can get in contact with us on facebook or twitter at culture jack you can send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com otherwise thanks for joining us here at the culture jack news desk i'm archimedes abigail that's the news and we'll see you next week